Are we live? Hey, everybody. Welcome to the 31st. Want to do it again? Hey, everybody. Welcome to the 34th episode of I'm So Surecast. I'm your host, Tim Early. I'm here with Tim Sullivan. It's a very uh, molasses-like Then we got Kev over there running the Zabor. Why is he sa- Why is he in slow motion? <sighs> and apparently Trump is joking about running more than two consecutive terms, according to CNN. And now he's Bill Cosby? <laughs> and the Jell-O-Poto Pops. Wow. But listen, here's the thing, okay? I'm, I'm, there's something that has been bothering me for... I want to say about 20 years. Oxford commas? Nope. That's not it. Okay. Uh, those do bother me, though. We won't relitigate that. Well, we can get back into that later if you want. But it's been bothering me for like 20 years, and I'm hoping you'll agree with me. Okay? Contractions. So, no, dude. It's, doesn't, it has nothing to do with grammar. Okay. Okay. Um, I don't know if you remember this one show on Nickelodeon called Hey Arnold. Love Hey Arnold. Fantastic. Honestly, I'm not. I'm not just saying this to serve whatever story you're about to tell. Hey Arnold is legitimately my favorite cartoon ever, dude. No, it's not. Come on. I swear. I hand to the Bible, hooked up to the polygraph. I swear to God, it is. If you had to watch South Park, for- well, no, 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 no. So- South Park is. <laughs> that's like saying what's better, Doug uh, or Seinfeld? Oh, They're just right. different categories. So you lied. Well, South Park is my favorite show ever, and I get that it's a cartoon, but in oh, which the, makes you uh, okay. Childhood cartoons are automatically compartmentalized into a nostalgic category. Well, what I'm doing is decompartmentalizing them. Right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. Dude. Well, you know yeah. what I mean. Well, if we decompartmentalize it, <laughs> to quote a famous man, would you say? You'd rather watch South Park than Hey Arnold for a week. Yes, straight? of course. I'd rather right, okay. eat prime rib than a push pop, but I can say push pop was one of my favorite things to eat as a kid. The, remember the Flintstones ones? Yes. So good, dude. <sighs> anyway, but anyways, what's your gripe with Hey Arnold? So, right, okay, so uh, curtains open up, right? And you got right? Hey yeah. Arnold! Best triangle work to this day that I've ever heard. Oh, very good. Very jazzy. Yep. Hey Arnold! You know? Yep. Okay. So. Oh, then you got that nice little uh, piano octave that's just hovering while the kids are walking down yes. the alleyway. Yes. They're like marching. Oh, it's so nice. Yeah. Yeah, real rhythmic. But, um, anyways. Arnold! So, Arnold! Um, Arnold! Arnold! But, so you got this. This dumb, you know, Helga G. I don't know what her actual IQ is, but this dumb unibrowed girl, Helga G. But she's smart. She's shrewd. Whatever, dude. But she's searching the entire city. Well, of- you can't just make sweeping indictments over the. Okay. Uh, God damn it. The main female character. Okay, this intelligent, intelligent, show. intelligent unibrowed young woman. Well, there's no need to be sarcastic. Well, oh, God damn it. Okay, sorry. Um, but she's you know searching high and low. Across the city of Brooklyn, which is just a guess, but if I had to guess, it, the the yeah, show PS, is PS one eighteen filmed in Brooklyn. But um, so she's looking all over for him. Hey Arnold, Arnold, you know what I'm saying? Eventually finds the fucking kid, right? Yeah. Just to tell him to move it, 
then calls him a football head. He doesn't move at all. He just moves his hands like this, and she goes around him. Right, but... So what was the point of searching for him all day long just to tell him to move? I have an answer for this. Okay. I'm actually interested to hear this. Anyone that's as staunch a viewer as I... He knows I like the word staunch. ...with Hey Arnold... Yep. Exclamation point. Is that the whole character arc of Helga is that she's obsessed with Arnold privately. She even has a shrine in her bedroom made of like meat. Yeah, and the gum, the chewing gum. Yes. Yeah, yeah. She's obsessed with him. Doesn't it go missing? She's infatuated with him. Of course. But when face-to-face has an opposite inverted reaction where she covers up, she overcompensates her lust for him by treating him cruelly. So what that intro does is it manifests her relationship with Arnold. So when his back is turned, all thoughts are Arnold. When met face-to-face with her crush, her only reaction is to just harangue him and scream, move it, football head. So that act, that intro is actually more profound than you're giving it credit for being. He doesn't even move. He just goes like this, and she goes around him. Right, because that's he's a, he's a mellow guy. Yeah, he's just like, whatever, dude. He doesn't combat her weirdness. He just kind of stands a, a passerby to, to this whole thing. Helga so G. that intro actually tells you more about Helga than it does about anything else. I just still don't Satisfied? see why she had to search for him all day all over Brooklyn, gather all her friends. Because to her help. thoughts are consumed by Arnold. God, Arnold. She's obsessed with Arnold. Arnold. That's Arnold? the whole point. And then she finally, that, that's the whole point. She's, she's beckoning Arnold the whole time. That's all she wants is attention from Arnold. He finally gives it to her, and she screams, move it, football head. That happens every episode. So the fact that that's in the intro is actually demonstrative of the actual character relation that the show exhibits. Things you forgot about. (laughs) Forget about that? (laughs) Just imagine having a head literally shaped like that and then wearing that hat. Like, (laughs) how is this even staying on? That hat really is absurd. It's ridiculous. Because if you think, the base of his head, because it's hemispherical, so it's it's giant, so you would think that he would wear like a bone A giant hat. hat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they went the opposite route and uh, just gave him a very little hat. I don't know if you guys can tell. We have very little to talk about. We today. have very little to talk about, but I'm glad that you mentioned Hey Arnold because uh, Eric Sherlin Storage reintroduced the intro music. Yeah. That's why um, this kind of got me thinking about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I remember how pissed I'd be where I'm just like, I'd be a little kid. Like oh, so a little, this bothered you for a while. Oh, dude, I'm ki- not kidding. 20 years. I'd be like this okay. little ass motherfucker sitting in a couch with a bowl of goddamn Lucky Charms watching my morning cartoons. Right. And I would literally stand up and go, he didn't even move. Right, right, right. What was the point? And my mom's like, just can you finish your breakfast? We got to go. So when the Central American, uh, you know, immigrants seeking amnesty are marching through Guatemala, Jesus Christ. just yep. searching for water at age seven. What your gripe was, was this unfathomable behavior in the intro of Hey Arnold. Yeah. To put a fine point on it. Move it, football head. doesn't move, just goes like this, shrugs, and she goes That's around That's what he does. He's not but a reactionary. But I'm more pissed at, I don't know. I think that if you're going to tell someone to move and they just go like this, be like, no, I fucking told you to move, asshole. No, no, but every episode when she just abuses him verbally, that's his reaction. Yeah, he just doesn't move. He just goes like this. Right. So it's not anomalous. That is typical of his behavior. So that's actually more representative of the whole 
relation between the two of them than anything else. Which brings me to my next point. Remember in Fast and Furious when, um, you know, so Brian, right, pulls up next to Brian? the Brian. Yeah, yeah. Brian and Dom. Listen, actors' names. Brian and Dom. No, no, no. The characters are more, much more important. Brian. No, but I don't know God who the. A- damn it! Remember when Robert Shaw and Jaws when he goes Shaw. Oh, uh, go uh, 30 knots west, and Robert Rob Schneider says, I don't know that shit, just point. He goes, ah, it's poop again. That's the no, same but, thing. Uh, I don't, who, is, is that Paul Walker? Yes. Okay. Brian and Dom. Did you watch this recently? Like, am I supposed no, to believe that dude, if I randomly said what Paul Walker's character was five years ago, <sighs> you'd go, oh, Brian. Yes. Okay, well, it's not exactly like Michael Corleone or some this famous is shit that character. Has, uh, it's br- dude, uh, God damn it. I know Dom. This is shit that has bothered me for many, many years. Okay. That's why I'm... I'm sorry. It's so fresh in the mind. Gotcha. It's all I think. Like, when I'm taking a shower and I'm, like, washing my armpits, You're- this is the shit I'm thinking about. Okay. So, there's a scene. They just finished building the Supra. They're taking it out for its maiden voyage. They are at a stoplight, and this guy in a bright red Ferrari pulls up. Yep. And Brian goes, uh, he goes, <laughs> Someone's fucking Brian. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> he goes, uh, nice car. What's the retail on one of those? And the guy goes, more than you can afford, pal. Ferrari. Now, here's the he thing. He says Ferrari? Ferrari is not a dollar amount. Ferrari is the name of the car that he already fucking knows. Right. It is. So that makes that guy that guy's a, a loser, fucking idiot. Wow! And then Dom goes. Uh, but the whole presupposition of the question is, I know that's a Ferrari. I know that's a Ferrari. I know they're expensive. Exactly. How much did you pay for it? And he goes, Ferrari, dude. That's no shit. So asshole. it's, it's tantamount to Mike Tyson's explanation of back problems with spinal. Yes, exactly. It's just, uh, it's just a superfluous just telling of what is already known. Right. Okay. Yeah. So, and then Dom goes, smoke him, or whatever. <laughs> and then he fucking, and then there's did like some Did he give crazy, a lecture on family values before he said that? Some or crazy techno, uh, some crazy techno music. Bow, bow. Right, uh, that's the best part is the whole movie. Uh, uh, what's his face? Uh, Vin, Jesse? Vin Diesel. Dom, uh, dude. Jesus Christ. <laughs> he's all lecturing about family values and like the importance of like being there for someone. Yeah. And then proceeds to like drive 160 miles an hour on like a fucking... <laughs> sketchiest road in america like as if like this guy clearly wants to die you know what i mean that'd be like like steve Irwin be like remember safety first as he's latching his leg from the jaws of a crocodile yeah that's true <clears throat> i can what? quote i can quote that entire movie by the can way. you really oh god wow so that's your that's your godfather that's your goodfellas um i mean i'm not gonna go that far but i've seen it 400 times and i i can quote the whole movie oh okay so that guy's a moron. I wish we queued that scene up. <sighs> is that even I don't available know on even YouTube? Like findable, dude. YouTube search engine kind of blows. You ever notice that? He pretty much says, "Nice Ferrari, dude. How much did that cost?" He goes, "Ferrari." What the fuck? It's like, loser. are you fucking kidding? Oh, there it is. Did it, they smoke him though? It's not even red, but oh, here we go, dude. Is there gonna be sound? Probably not. Oh. Nice car. Yep. What's the retail on one of those? More than you can afford, pal. Ferrari. Wait, wait for it. Smoke. <laughs> Look how oh, shitty the sunglasses are. 
I love Jude not to, uh, you know, not to spit on a, a dead man's grave. Oh, what's the music, though, real quick? Hold on. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so early 2000s. He goes in the wrong lane. Oh, wow. Almost crashes, but doesn't. Because he's Brian, bro. You see this? Right here, he's shifting into 30th gear. <laughs> hey, man, you need more speed? Just shift again. You're good. There's plenty more. I know, there's so many gear. Like, watching him drive looks like me, like, stirring a pot of spaghetti. I'm sure these three girls are walking from nowhere in bikini tops. No, that dude, that's where I went paddleboarding. No, it's not. Yes, it is. That's where Malibu meets Santa Monica. I literally went paddleboarding out there. Did you go to this place, Neptune's Net? No, that's that's fake. That doesn't. That's not really there. Oh. There's like a Nobu and like three surf shops. Jesus. Um, yeah, yeah. Neptune's Net, dude, is real. We should go there, and we should just walk in and go. Uh, can nice you type place. In, hey, can you type in Neptune's Net to Nobu? Oh, did you see the picture? <laughs> There, there it is. They have the scene, a picture from the movie. Uh, nice place. What's the retail on one of those fish plates? He goes, Salmon. more than you can afford, pal. Fucking $16.99. Yeah, yeah. Hey, that's a nice guitar, dude. What did that run you? Gibson. Okay. Yeah, dude, I fucking know. How much was it? Asshole? I love to uh, when uh, Dom goes, smoke him. The incredulous look Paul Walker gives him. Like, right. as if he didn't understand what was inevitably going to happen right. when they pulled up next to the guy with the Ferrari. He's like, you got it, Dad. Uh, whatever happened to Vin Diesel? Does he still do stuff? Yeah, man. He's, you know, chilling. Like, what? Yeah, he's typing in Vin Vin Diesel. Let's see what it says. I, I, I suspect that's not his real name. Um, Mark Sinclair? Ah, it goes. 51, dude. I love how it doesn't say Mark Sinclair, comma, ah. known as Vin Diesel. It says Mark Sinclair, comma, better known as Vin Diesel. They're working on Fast and Furious 9. Oh, God. Well, yeah, no, because I think his agent is like, he just calls up the production heads and he goes, yeah, Vin Diesel's got an electric bill coming up, so uh, you need to write another script for this movie. They're like, no problem, man. We'll, we'll have one ready in about an hour. It really is amazing. Like even like Henry Ford would be impressed by like how officially they pump out these movies. I'm sure Diesel's currently busy with the monumental task. Ah, knows the quotes of making his upcoming film. Oh, however, he took time <laughs> off to celebrate Father's Day with his family. Ah, he took one day off. Ah, the family puts a smile on my face. Diesel captioned the post with, "For fuck's sake, dude." Jesus, dude. Oh. But Paul Walker dying in a car is like. Incredibly the, ironic. Yeah. Do you know why that happened, first of all? Because his friend tried to smoke a Ferrari on her? No, no, no. The tires were bad. The car had been sitting for way too long, so the tires were no longer good. They were like, the, the rubber gets like hardened and like dried out and cracked and shitty and not grippy. Huh. And that's why he crashed. But it is very strange. That would be like Steven Spielberg dying of a shark bite. You know what I mean? Or like Steve Irwin dying of a uh, stingray stab to the heart. No, it'd be like Steve Irwin dying from getting run over by a PETA member. Uh, what, dude, what does what does fucking Syrian bread have to do with this? 
Syrian bread is good, but it is just too much. <laughs> <laughs> that's South Park. Uh, that's when they're in hell, right? <laughs> sure he's walking around with a Corona. <laughs> yeah, he's walking around with a Corona light. Um, so uh, you've been getting shin splints, I hear. Wow, that that's what we call a tran a trans transition. Um, normally, I don't Let's like transition. Just it. My shins are fucking killing me. But uh, so here's the thing, right? So I'm trying to pretend like I'm actually like health conscious. Well, you are. You right. have more dietary restrictions than I've ever imposed on myself. Yeah, probably in your entire life, right? Well, I just admitted that and you rubbed it in as if it was a... Uh, right, that's the point. That's like someone saying like, oh, you're a better athlete than I was. And they go, oh, yeah, I bet, right? Yeah, dude. <laughs> I'm a vegetarian and I don't drink. So tell us a little bit about this health... Uh, well, you go through weird phases. Oh, you're I almost, sure do, uh, buddy. You're almost one of those uh, suckers, atheistic folks that has a near-death experience, and they find some sort of power and become agnostic, so they go through each religion to see which one best That's suits. pretty much what it is. That's but, how you treat diet. But what I base my current um, mood, uh, not mood, whatever. Metric? What I, uh, no. What I, what I base my current um, living standards off of the last documentary I watched on Netflix. Oh, yes, yes. So The uh, more one-sided, the better, right? Oh, for sure. Okay. Um. So, you know, I watched the one about, you know, meat's killing you, so then I stopped eating meat, and then I just started eating meat again. And then I watched the one about how keto is, like, the best thing, and, like, carbs are really bad for you, so then I, like, stopped eating carbs, and, like... So you're really just beholden to whatever the most recent documentary you watched is? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Okay. And then, you know, I'll I'll be, like, at, uh, I don't know, a dinner with my friends. Not even a dinner. Say we're sitting around a bonfire, and everyone's talking about, like, you know, what they did the last weekend. I'm like, yeah, dude, but listen to this, right? So carbs are fucking killing you guys, right? You can't eat carbs. And then everyone's like, dude, shut the fuck up. But, um... <laughs> You guys, you guys talk to that guy that's just going on about carbs. I know. So I went keto. Moron! I went keto for two days, and then I said, "You know what? Fuck this, dude." Mm. And now I just eat low carb. I don't eat bread. I don't eat pasta unless I have to. Moderation, baby. Right. Even less than moderation. I'm less than moderate right now. Right. You're my fringe. My caborical intake. Caborical is. Can we talk about that? Is sub moderate. Okay. So lighten up on the rolls and butter and go heavy on the brisket. <laughs> Finally, we found a place for that. There it is. Perfect. That's literally what I've been doing, is lightening up on the rolls and going heavy on the brisket. And I'm down like 10 pounds. Are you, so you actually are down 10 pounds, right? You've hit the W Didge? Yeah, I think I put um, like two on to, back on tonight. But I weighed myself while wearing my pants with my phone in my pocket and like fully clothed and with my Birkenstocks on. How are the Birkenstocks? I'm telling you right now, these things are fantastic. When you say fantastic, are you talking about looks? Are you talking about comfort? What are a combination of the two? I'm talking about both. So I tend, okay. I tend to. So wear in your them mind, they look fantastic. To me, right? Not to everybody else. It's in the eye of the beholder. I'm wearing them with socks 50 percent of the well, time. Well, that's exactly why. And I'm purposely doing it to be that guy. Okay, I like it. So it's just hardened. You know that you know what the perception of Birkenstocks. And oh, I'm sure Alexa just fucking lit up, Jesus. And it's hardened your resolve to just keep doing it. Um, but they yeah. do look like a snug fit though, because I like how they have a uh, the ratchet thing. Yes. Yeah, yes. yeah. These and these aren't the you know for the viewers for the people that not are not watching the video podcast, the just the listeners. These are the rubber ones 
So they're very light. You can get them wet. Doesn't matter. You can be struck by lightning in those. Yeah, right? they're not the leather and cork ones. They're the light ones. Okay. Okay. But um, yeah, they're fantastic. They were thirty bucks. Thirty bucks. Yeah, dude. For both of them. Well, each. Okay. No, I'm just kidding. For both. But, fifteen. Um, fifteen. This is what they sound like if you hit them. Seventeen together. for the left. Thirteen for the right. Ooh, that's so, nice. Yep. Real <clears throat> good. All right. So back to this diet thing. Right. So. Uh, don't eat bread and pasta okay and then i've been running and doing like push-ups and shit and um sounds very disciplined and so i got up to run again today and i was really excited right yeah because now you're starting to be like all right this is my routine yeah exactly so i got up i put my nike shorts on put my under armor shirt on which cooch would not approve of then i put my nike shoes on Yep. So he'd be like, well, Under Armour shirt, Nike, you can't do that. But anyways, I did it. Mm. And then it's like drinking a Coke Classic while wearing a Pepsi shirt. To exactly. Okay. And then I put my, my Bose noise canceling headphones on. You could run with those things? It gets very hot. I'll tell you that much. Jesus Christ, dude. Um, Why don't you just listen to the sound of the ocean? Uh, I mean, that would be too, that would make too much sense. Okay. So I put my headphones on. I pull out my, I put my, sorry, I'm doing name brands here. I put my Bose headphones on. It's getting very pretentious with the. I pulled out my Apple iPhone. Jesus, dude. I opened Spotify and I put on Taking Back Sunday. Cue without the E? Is the first song. Yep. What's that album called? Oh, fuck. I don't even remember. Uh, Kev, can we get some info here? Because I'm My idiot. friends, uh, some about friends. I think it is about friends. Uh, Taking Back Sunday friends is what Kev typed in. Why don't you type in uh, Q without the E? Oh, tell all your friends. There it is. Tell no, that's it. the song name. What's the album name? Uh, uh, it is. That's the titular track of Tell All Your Friends. Titular? Yeah. What's titular? It's like the of like relating to the title. Like, you know. Wow. That's pretty good. Okay. Like the movie uh, Forrest Gump. Forrest Gump's the titular character. Okay. Thank you. I learned something new. But so. Uh, oh, yeah. So, don't just, make me defenestrate you. <laughs> just so you guys know, if you go on Spotify and put Taking Back Sunday on, the tempo of the songs is great for running. Okay. Every song? Most of the songs. Okay. So, when you hit a ballad, do you start running slowly? Yeah, you know, why don't you mind your own fucking business? Oh, okay. But, um, so, you know, I put the, I press Smoke. play, and, you know, um, I kind of, it starts and I walk. I start walking to get the blood flowing. Mm-hmm. Then usually if it hits like a heavy part in the song, I'll start running, right? So right, you're, dude? you're a slave to whatever's going on in the music you're listening to. A little bit. Okay. A little bit, which is maybe why I should be listening to the ocean. But anyway, so I start running, right? First time my heel hits the ground with the running pace, just severe pain shoots up my shin. <laughs> Both legs. How far into the run did you turn what did you go from walking to running um like how long have you been outside at 100 this yards okay so not not very so long. a pathetic distance not very far right if i had a golf ball 100 yards you'd say that's not far at all are you saying i should have walked longer before i started running oh, oh i kept saying yes he's shaking his head i'm distance. saying if you started running right away you would have made it five feet from your door um, maybe that's true. <laughs> no, no, but I'm, I don't mean to poke fun. This is all in jest here, of course. I am, uh, 
I'm just trying to guide you through the narration of the story. So what kind of pain? If you could describe the pain in uh, in English, that'd be great. Um, you, do you know, what a, you know what a finishing nail is? A finishing nail? Yeah. Uh, Kev, pull up a picture of a finishing nail so this, this fucking idiot can see what it looks like. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, see? yeah. Okay, now, pull, now type in finishing nail hammer. They have a special hammer? There you go. That one right there. That is mouse is on. See that thing? Why it's don't you a, just say a fucking mallet like a normal person? Because that's not a mallet. That's a finishing nail hammer. It's a Google image of mallet. Okay. It's going to be a completely different image, it's, asshole. But it's just, Look it's, at the picture of hammers right there. We're just like bossing Kev around. It's like, the same shape. That's completely fucking different. Everyone take out your phone that's listening. Right, type I guess in, it's a little bit Type different. in finishing hammer and then type in mallet and tell me that looks the same. I guarantee you if you're blindfolded and you were hit on the shin with a finishing hammer and a mallet, there would not be any majorly discernible differences. <sighs> this fucking kid, dude. I swear to God. But um, so say say every time your your heel hits the ground, yeah, there were like um, I don't know, five people with finishing hammers, just kind of gently tapping you on the shin. Okay. Now, when I say gentle. I think anyone who's been gently tapped on the shin with a finishing hammer before knows it fucking hurts. Okay. So that's about the that's about the, the amount of pain. But so I started running and I was like, holy fuck, this hurts. And I was like, I'm just going to fight through it. And then I was like, this fucking still hurts. So And then I fucking gave up. So Kev, you're in shape. You're a person that's always been pretty physical. Kev's rubbing his temples. How? Uh, he's rubbing his temples at the frustration of listening to the difference between a finishing hammer and a mallet. Very um, different. Yeah. Um, oh, he agreed. So, Kev, how out of shape does the average person need to be to have shin splints? <sighs> not very? Okay. All right. So we've established that you're not you're not an anomaly. Yeah, it's very common. It's very common. Very, actually, I think, yeah, when you look it up, it says literally very common. For more than 3 million, there's more than 3 million U.S. cases per year. It's usually self-treatable. Usually self-diagnosable. <laughs> okay, yeah. It occurs in athletes who have recently intensified or changed their training routines, a.k.a. Oh, I rescind my insult. Just it seems like this does happen to athletic people. A.k.a. just started working out. Right. He's smart. Yeah. Kev, okay. Kev bikes more than he runs, and then it's it's less impact. Well, this is why we call upon the jury shirt. a character witness. Right. But I love how it says... um. Like, if you look in, like, what to do, it says to ice your shins for, like, two hours every day. Who has time for that? It says, or to just take, like, painkillers. <laughs> Doc, listen, I went running once. I have severe pain in my shins. Can I get some fucking oxys, bro? Yeah, that's, like, the best. It's the same thing with antidepressants. They go, well, you can either get your life together or just take these. He's like, well, if I give you oxys, I make more money. So, sure. <laughs> the system's not fucked or anything. <laughs> um... But uh, anyway, so how? All right, so you're hit with the pain of five finishing hammers, yeah, gently tapping your shin bone. Yes. Okay. So what do you do? Do you do you try to wait it out, or do you just immediately head back home and go? You know, it's it's I'm finished. I said, you know what? This is probably gonna go away. I probably just need to warm up. So I just kept. I pushed through it a little bit. 
Then I walked and I was like, damn, this fucking really hurts. And I walked for a little bit and I was like, I'll try it again. Tried it again. Holy fuck, this hurts. Okay. So then I had the genius idea of I'll go to the, I'll walk to the beach part and I'll run on the sand because... (laughs) That's always easy. I always think that uh, running on the sand well, is easier. Because that's why uh, you know. That's why Navy SEALs don't run on the sand. Well, because um, so, it's a cakewalk, right? But so it was low tide, right? It was fucking dark night. It was low tide, so I said, um, "I'll run, kind of where the water it it's like flat." Yep, gotcha. And maybe the impact will be less. I get that. I get how that because you're on a more like absorbent surface than concrete, and it still hurt really bad. So then I fucking gave up. I walked. So home. you would almost use the sand as like an ersatz cushion. Kid with the ersatz, I swear to God. Yeah, an ersatz cushion. That's correct. We should just change the name of the podcast to the ersatz cast. You're afraid of the dark. I was born in it. Um, yeah, so what do you, what, like, how much of a convalescence period are you giving yourself? Like, when's, are you refraining from running tomorrow? Molded by it. But um, I'm going to convalesce for maybe another day. Mm. Yeah, I'm going to ice it and take some Does it oxies. hurt now and you're just walking I'm going to ice house? it and blow a few oxies and then I should be good. <sighs> Imagine getting prescribed <laughs> oxycontin for shin splints. <laughs> He, he go, oh man, he's addicted to heroin. What happened? They was he in a car accident and he got addicted. They go, no, he just we had shin splints. Could easily be solved. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he had shin splints for one day. <laughs> Son of a gun, dude. Oh, but man. so I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna take a break and I'm gonna order some new running shoes and then I'll be good to go, man. That's the other thing too, is they say running shoes are only good for six months and mine are like five years old. Mine are old too, but I've never had shin splints. You ever ran before? He's like, no. Why? Why do you ask? Yeah, I run. I know, I'm, dude. I don't know, but weren't you saying your your ankles feel like they're an- gonna explode when you run? My ankles hurt. And I remember, don't know in, but it's a very geriatric feeling. Like you know how like shin splints, you can just be like, all right, this is just from like strain and overuse. Uh, when you have sore ankles, it's almost like arthritic. Like you're just like oh, this. Worse. This is beyond just being. You know, overly testing a muscle group. This is just like this doesn't feel right. Oh, you know what really makes me cringe to think about? Remember in in um oh. in South Park when um it was either Kyle or Stan. I think it's Kyle. He gets uh, the testicles in his knees. Oh yeah, when they explode. Yeah. Oh, that bothers me so much. <laughs> and they turn his dad into a dolphin. <laughs> <laughs> but the best is. But the best is nobody. Uh, nobody even finds that weird. Uh, they pick Kyle up. They get, they pick Kyle up to go to the soccer game, and Kyle's dad waves at them after the surgery, and they pull off. And, and Eric goes, "Is Kyle's dad a dolphin?" Holy That's shit! One of the best episodes. Which reminds me, you know what's super satisfying is when you finish a jar of pickles. <laughs> Because that means you get to go to the store and buy a new jar of pickles. Is it the buying or the finishing that you feel most accomplished? It's by? the starting a new jar of pickles. Okay, gotcha. That's like the reward of finishing the other jar of pickles. Mm-hmm. And I know what you're thinking. Yes, this can be applied to anything, but it's not the same. Pickles it, is a because pickles take a long time to finish. You don't like crush a fucking can, a jar of pickles in like a week. 
You know what's so funny? Is most people are listening to this right now. <laughs> I'm like, they, no, most people are not listening to this. No, but, yeah, no, but whoever's listening right now, right? Whoever that guy is, is <laughs> going, he's thinking right now, uh, oh, wow, he's talking about sa- how satisfying it is finishing a pickle thing. They must have just run out. But on our list of content is this stupid fucking observation. <laughs> like, this is a premeditated talking point. <laughs> There's literally a bullet point on the Google Doc that says, Finishing a jar of pickles. <laughs> so we are not. This is all. This is still all killer. It's no filler. We are not making this up. That's how you know we have Jack. Friggin Ooh, speak, shit. You should listen to that album when you run. Some forty one. Yeah, I actually started. All killer, no filler. That's a great fucking album. Actually, fun fat fact lip, for you. Fat lip gets me pumped up. Fun fact for everyone out there listening. That one person. I went to Daddy's Junkie Music, which if you all remember, which some of you may. I remember well. It used to be in Salem, New Hampshire, where the Army Barracks is. And oh, if you I were, love- you'd walk in, it would smell like opium. And then you'd go upstairs, and that's where the guitar lessons were. Yes. And or drum lessons, maybe. I don't know. Is that still a, um, like a something Carpets America, whatever the fuck? It's Army Barracks and... No, 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 it wasn't in the actual Army Barracks Plaza. It was in the D'Angelo's Plaza. Oh, wait, you're saying when they moved? It, it's not, yeah, now it's like a hardwood flooring place. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. yeah. Um, but so then you'd go upstairs, and my guitar player's name was Gary, and he was the fucking man. He had, like, really long curly hair. He was a little heavy. He had very long fingernails, mm-hmm. which, you know, a lot of, like, very good guitar players have. Paul Simon. Yep. Freakish exactly. fingernails. Great guitar player, though. And he was really good, and he was like, what's up, man? First lesson was he taught me how to fucking restring a guitar, which was valuable information. Yep. Second lesson, he taught me how to play some 40s ones. Uh, That's the one. Storming through the party like my name was El Nino. And um, that's it. That's the end of my story. Wow. So really, for that really was glad we deviated down that path. That was the first song I was taught at a lesson. The first song I ever learned ever was Damn It. Oh, yeah. And it was on an acoustic guitar. It was at my house. My, my brother had a party with all the cool older kids. Really? And one of his friends, Mike Coyne, who's actually the guitar player. I remember Mike Coyne. Yeah, he's the guitar player for Kelly Clarkson. I th- no, not Kelly Clarkson. Um, Fuck. Type in. Can you type in Mike Coyne guitar he player? He is? He plays for somebody that's big? Yeah, somebody big. I can't remember. He had remember. a very effeminate way of talking, which is fine, of course. It's but it always, Clarkson. It was yeah, always striking. Correct. Who the fuck does he play uh, guitar for? You're not confusing Comptois with Britney Spears, are you? Uh, what? Zach Comptois plays for Britney Spears. Oh, fuck. That's what it is. Thanks, man. I guess we cleared that up. Yeah. Mike Coyne works at a hardware store. Either way, Mike Coyne <laughs> taught me how to play Damn It, and I'll never forget... <laughs> The guitar. Pick, My coin sells finishing hammers. The guitar pick he gave me was one of the Fender ones that is, and anyone who plays guitar is not gonna know a exactly squire? what I'm talking about. No, a fucking Fender Jesus. pick. Fender is a Squire, you dick. Yeah, it's different. Ugh. Listen, for once in your life, I'm grabbing a fucking beer. I'm listening. I'm listening though. The one of the ones oh, that has, good. it's it was a medium. Oh, you're talking about picks. Yeah, I'm talking about picks. How I many, said pick. How many, uh, how many grams? I don't know, but it was a medium, and it was the ones that are black, white, blue, and Thank red. You, sir. 
Black, white, blue, and red. Do you know what I'm talking about, Tim Jim? Yes, it was almost like a cowhide pattern. I wouldn't... I guess I... I don't think I would... Well, like a camo-type design. I bet you'll find it. Kev typed in guitar picks. Wait, like the pearl ones? No, no, no. I know no, 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 go down. You, he'll no, find I know it. What you, well, <sighs> I know going. exactly what you're talking about. No, you don't, dude. That no, one, he, that's that the one. one right there. Yeah, is that not kind of cowhide I mean, cowhide's like two colors. The one on the oh, left. I know a cow right there. is two fucking colors. I don't need to be explained that. That's more colors than two, dude. Okay, Kev, you see the meshing of the colors? Is that not reminiscent of the way I would a say cow's hide message? Mess, I can't even speak. I'd say it's more corky than anything. Okay, what is that? A cowhide. Very similar. Okay. I'm a, I imagine somebody <laughs> listening to this in their car being like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Um, the one guy that quit smoking a month ago just broke into that like emergency pack because he's just like <laughs> he just can't even take the stupidity of this episode. He's stroking his fucking temples right now. Yeah. Um. Oh God. I mean, do All we right, tell you wrap it up? My coin story. That was it. He caught. He taught me. Damn it! In my. In I my thought. House. I thought it was a story with a pick. I thought it was like gonna be like Christopher Walken in Pulp Fiction with the watch. No, he the, just he gave me the pick. I'll never forget the pick. I probably still fucking have it. Never forget the pick. I accidentally knew that pick from memory without some grandiose story. And by the way, you thought this guy was like touring with a world famous pop star. Well, Mike Coyne and Zach Comtois are pretty much the same person. <laughs> He's not wrong. They're both very good guitar players that went to Central Catholic and are sexually ambiguous. Sexually ambiguous? <laughs> No, nah, that's uh, there's literally a piece of glass. Well, who is it nowadays? There's literally a piece of glass embedded in the bottom of my Birkenstock. <laughs> that's what you get for running on a Hampton Beach. Jesus Christ! And Birkenstock. <laughs> <laughs> that's maybe yeah, why I have shin splints. He's bedridden with shin splints, and he's been he, like, you discover that he's been running in Birkenstocks. All right, let's wrap this mess up. Uh, huh? Yeah, let's clean this up. Let's do this. This has been like ending. This has been like uh, when Jim Carrey's trying to put down that cow, and me, myself, and Irene. <laughs> Jesus. All right, here's the things we need you to do, okay? Yeah. One, leave us a voicemail message for whatever fucking reason. Tell us something, Anecdotal, ask us something, whatever. Profound, whatever. 978-647-7624, okay? Also, go on Instagram, follow Squick Squawk Sunshine, the coolest cockatiel you've ever seen in your whole fucking life. Love Squick Squawk. Then go to Legit Tasty's Instagram. Legit Tasty's got some nice merch. The merch is dope. I'm wear- literally wearing the shirt right now. It's the black one that says Tasty in purple. I'm, not, I'm actually, I'm not even saying this to uh, falsely endorse our advertiser, but I am genuinely going to order some Legit Tasty merch because I really like the way it looks. He's going to do it. I and he's it. he's a stickler for screen printing. I'm telling you right now. I, I am. I guess, uh, the one thing I'm pretentious about is the integrity of a screen print. One time I bought a shirt and he held it like up to the light and looked at it and said, you're going to wear this piece of shit? And yeah. I was like, I guess fucking not, it's dude. The, it's the one thing I care about. The, uh, the odd thing is it was one of our shirts. It was but, our um, shirts. And I've been driving a car with a concave bumper for the last 18 <laughs> months. And I'm like giving him tips on how to not look like a moron. Oh, God. And then um, I probably shouldn't have said this for last, but lastly, uh, Uncle Nick. Oh, love Uncle Nick. He's over. He left uh, he's on a Parisian romp two days ago for Europe, and he's traveling across Europe until August, and it's currently uh, June 18th. 
we're gonna do you know how al roker does the like where am i type thing where he's in a new place every day or whatever every week we're gonna do the same thing with nick are you thinking of carmen san diego uh shit you know i'm thinking of dora the explorer ah easy common misconception Mm. um but we're gonna do some check-ins with him hopefully he either calls in leaves us messages or emails we need to get you know what episode 35 yeah uh symbolically old enough to run for president we need to have (laughs) nick call in all right well he's in paris right now um so we're keeping you posted at the very least we'll keep you posted on his on his location and then if we have more to go on, we'll go on more. But right now he's in Paris, and uh, he's probably eating, he's eating a croissant. He's probably eating beignets. Look at how f- miserable this fucking guy looks. Oh, there's a picture of him. He does look miserable. Because the whole menu's in French, and he's pissed about it. Look at those prices. They look astronomical. How much is a stick of deodorant in Paris? Probably like five cents, right? No, no. It's millions the, of dollars. That's why nobody uses it. The demand's not very high? Um, actually, maybe. Yeah, that actually makes more economical sense. But uh, so... That's it, man. That's fucking episode 35, okay? So um, do those things. Also, go on uh, anchor.fm forward slash I'm so sure cast and donate money to us. Yes, please. Because we want money. I think everybody wants money. So just do that. And by the way, if anybody wants to recommend a guest for a quick Ooh, uh, you know, this is phone good. call appearance, let us know. Yeah. And we will do our best to get them on the air. If there's any guests you want us to have. It could be someone we don't even know. We're taking suggestions. Yeah, strangers. We would love a stranger. <clears throat> Give us strangers. You know? We need another voice to add to this cauldron of shit. We need another microphone, though. So that's why you need to donate money to us. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Funds are a little bit low. You know, I guess that's episode 35. And thanks for listening. We appreciate it. And we're sorry that we're um, really fucking boring. Yeah. Well, see ya. See ya. Player. <laughs> I'm so sure